0: Hello and welcome to Saturday Morning Sales Wisdom Episode 1. For those that know me and have been following me on LinkedIn, this is actually episode number 11. However, due to numerous DMs and people asking and me, I've decided to actually put this podcast together. So fingers crossed and hopefully this is something that will be reoccurring every Saturday and it will be called... Saturday morning sales wisdom, following on with the podcast, it'll be number two, number three, number four, and so on. With regards to some of the previous guests we've also had on LinkedIn, I think I'll actually be drawing them back in to give everyone else a glimpse of some of the topics that we covered with some of the valuable insight for some of you to take away with you. Some of you may be veteran sales sales professionals, some of you may be new or seasoned. Either way, there's something here for everyone to take home with them and also apply to their day-to-day sales process, whether it's developing a business, generating leads, booking appointments, or getting a prospect stroke client across the finish line and getting them to sign the dotted line. For those of you that don't know me, my name is Oliver Reed and I've been in sales for over 20 years. That's new business development. Not only have I worked for a variety of IT security vendors in the City of London, I also have a background on information security. That's solution sales. Um, I've also set up numerous businesses, including export trading firms from Asia into the UK. All of that was going well until as one can assume and guess, the divorce. Anyhow, today's topic is keeping your head cool during a sale. Now, for those on LinkedIn, you'd probably see the title called Staying Professional During the Sale. So what are we going to cover and what are we looking at? So sometimes in sales, you may get blindsided sided by a specific request or something that you didn't see coming. Now, Keeping your head cool and staying professional is how you respond. So in sales, as well as life in general, you don't necessarily want a knee-jerk reaction. Now, for those out there, a knee-jerk reaction is when you hear something or you're presented with something that's completely different or something you are not expecting. And instead of taking your time to respond and react accordingly, you have a knee-jerk reaction which means you respond and react in a way that may not may, may not be necessarily advantageous for you. Now, that doesn't just necessarily mean sales, that could mean things in your personal and professional life too. So what were you looking at? What might some prospects or clients bring up during the sales processes that may actually throw you off? Now, as with this particular podcast, as with this podcast, you will hear some practical news and practical advice that you can actually implement into your working environment stroke sales process. So some of the things that might be brought up, especially when you might be about to cross the line, is pricing. Now, this can hurt, this can hurt you a lot, especially if you've gone through the requirements capture process, captured all the requirements, you've had meetings, With numerous decision makers and all of those people involved in the purchase of your product or service. And right at the very end, they hit you with, We like you, we want to go ahead with you. However, your price is a little too expensive. Now, some sales professionals, both seasoned and new, will sometimes throw in a discount almost immediately. And one of the biggest sins ever is to offer a discount without the client even asking, which is something you don't really want to do. So if, say, for example, the price does come up and you are told that your pricing is a little too expensive, well, you could say in theory, I'll give you a few solutions here, you could say in theory one, offer them a particular discount with the promise of getting them to to purchase your services in the future at full cost. So in this theory, you could actually be locking them into a contract. So price is too high. Okay, I understand it. Maybe business is slow. Um, I could give you X percent off. However, moving forward, I would like... signed contract from you that for the next two years, you will be taking on board our services at full price. This is just an example. So it puts you in a position of where you're not necessarily showing any form of weakness. It's that you understand the current situation, maybe things are bad uh, for them, and that yeah you'd still like to work with them and grow their business. However, in order to in order to offer them the best service available, you would still need to be compensated in the future. So keeping your head cool, it doesn't necessarily mean offer a discount immediately. It could mean working with them. If the cost is too high, okay, well, what are they looking to offer? And importantly, who else have they been speaking to? Now, say for example, they've been speaking to a competitor of yours, that does undercut you at a considerable amount, that's fine. I would potentially say to them if they weren't happy with my offering, I would actually advise the clients to move on. I would say, it's unfortunate we can't work together. Uh, It would be great. However, if say, for example, they were just looking at a particular X amount off, they best go work with your competition. Um, it, it's a shame and it's a waste of time. But the difference here is you're not necessarily screaming and shouting and panicking. That's the last thing you want. And I have seen, and I am talking through experience, I have seen seasoned and more experienced sales professionals just flip. All of a sudden we're about to cross the finish line and the clients, for whatever reason, they decide to bring a cost up at the last minute. Maybe there was a cut in the finance department. However, the individual I was working with didn't handle it professionally. Either way, we were going to lose the contract, but we could have lost the contract gracefully and potentially kept the relationship there for when they do potentially fail in the future with a cheaper alternative. Now, what that actually means is you pay half the price or you pay less but you end up paying the double price overall in the sense that potentially they may go out and look to engage with someone that will charge more to get the same fix or same solution. So keeping your head cool, don't have a knee-jerk reaction. Uh, Other things clients may bring up would be the T's and C's. They may not necessarily be happy with what you're putting in your terms and conditions. Now that could be, say, for example could be the length of time with regards to payment it could be potentially you locking them into managed services so it's not necessarily just a product or solution that you're offering you could be trying to bolt something on again it's just sitting down with with the clients talking explaining to them what it is that they're actually getting involved in how the process works how the solution works and why and how potentially there are additional add-ons in the T's and C's. What you ideally want to do is just keep everything transparent. So if you're transparent and they're happy with the way things are moving, this isn't something that should necessarily come up. It does sometimes come up, but again, it's keeping that knee-jerk reaction. Now, one of the things I would say you do want to keep away from is when the professional relationship overlaps with a personal relationship. So for example, whilst you're engaging with a, with a prospect and they haven't signed the dotted line yet, you're still talking and you're discussing how you two can work together. Gossip is something you don't really want to get involved in, nor does anyone. What Sheila does with her husband over the weekend, it's irrelevant. Uh, Now, what I am going to say is when these situations do come up, that you don't just fully rebuff or dismiss the person feeding you this noise, nor would I say should you engage in it. Uh, Listen to what they have to say and through a variety of means or methods, draw them back to the topic of the conversation, which is that you're here to help them grow their business or relieve them of something that they've been struggling with for a period of time. Um, It can be very easy to get distracted and you might be wanting to know, oh, what else does Sheila's husband do at the weekend? Who else are they seeing? It can be very easy to do that. However, that is the last thing you want to be doing because it doesn't necessarily put you in a professional spotlight. So avoid it, draw them back to the topic of conversation. Don't get don't go off peace with them. Even in my own personal life, there are times when I am in, I'm talking with certain individuals and while we're talking of a certain topic, they go completely off peace. And they continue they continue to talk and I get confused because I think they're talking about subject A. They've already moved on to subject B, C and D. And I have to bring them all the way back to subject A so we haven't finished discussing this. Can can we please go Back to subject A. Now, one of the last things here, uh, I will say. Now, I've covered this a few times in some of the other uh, LinkedIn audio events that I've I've run. Is there I put it extracurricular activities beyond work. So, whether you're in recruitment, and I know quite a lot of recruiters out there that have had relationships with candidates, or you're in professional services and maybe you want you want to win the contract, it doesn't necessarily mean to say that you should actually be, if one was to put it in a, in a better way, selling yourself just to get the contract. Now, it's not just about getting the contract. It could also be having relationships with candidates if you're in recruitment. I am a firm believer of keeping everything above board and being professional. Because in the long run, if you maintain a certain level of standards and professionalism about yourself, that will carry a lot more weight in the future for your own personal growth and also your own business. The last thing you want to do is, I'm just trying to think of how do we put it in uh, polite terms. You don't necessarily want to go to the toilet where you where you work or eat, that's probably the best way I can actually put it. Keep it professional the whole time, regardless whether or not they may take a keen interest in you, the individual uh, if they do and it's mutual, get the dotted line sign first before you decide to do anything. <laughs> um, I hope you found this short podcast useful. There's plenty of golden nuggets here. Uh, Until the next time, until next week, stay awesome.